Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby from Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, it's uh, it's kind of slow out there. There's not a whole lot happening weather-wise. No, not a lot. Uh, I mean, I guess there's a little bit of active tropical weather here and there, but nothing too crazy right now. I think Eric got intense for a minute, and now he's gone, right? Yeah, Eric was actually a really strong hurricane out in the Pacific churning away. Uh, we talked about last week. Uh, Eric, I want to say, topped out at a Category 3. He is still around. He is actually a tropical depression, and they, ha- I believe, are going to issue or have issued the final um, outlook on him, but there's nothing happening. So it's uh, he's out over the open ocean, far away from any land areas. Um, we talked last week about him maybe impacting Hawaii a little bit. He uh-huh. just skirted to the south and you know, kicked up some, some pretty decent waves for the Hawaiian Islands, but that's it. But behind Eric, we had Tropical Storm Flossie. Flossie was also a hurricane at one point. She has weakened substantially. She is now, like we said, a tropical storm. She will impact the Hawaiian Islands. The center of the storm is forecasted by the time it finally reaches the big island. It will be off just the north shore. She will be a depression at that point. And then uh, she will probably be post-tropical by the time that she gets up toward uh, Oahu and some of the smaller islands off to the northwest. But uh, yeah, she will uh, she will impact that probably with some wind and rain and heavy waves. Well, we need the Atlantic to get its rear end gear. I mean, right. weren't there two areas of interest and now one is gone and then there's one further out correct as of uh, just a couple hours ago there is a disturbance labeled disturbance number one with zero percent chance of cyclone formation in the next 48 hours um and it's just an area they're watching uh it's a tropical wave 200 miles east of the lesser antilles uh just continues to produce an area of cloudiness and thunderstorms conditions are forecast to become unfavorable for development during the next couple of days and no further organization with the system is anticipated. So yeah, the Caribbean, the Atlantic, it's all very quiet. Um, there is one more storm out in the Pacific that we need to talk about. It's a tropical depression gill. However, it looks like it's expected to weaken into a remnant low later today. So gill's not going to do much of anything. Uh, literally just churning away in the open Pacific and not affecting anything. Oh, okay. Well, they Atlantic and Pacific need to get it together. I mean, right. And you know, listen, we're up to what A, B, C, D, E, F, G, five storms in the uh, Atlantic. No, in the Pacific, right? The Pacific, we're still yeah, trying in, to get in, to sorry, sorry, in, the in the Atlantic. Yeah, exactly. You're right. They're, and all, they're all the same body of water at some point. Right. On the planet, right. we're up to. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. We've had we've had a lot. The Pacific has been relatively active. The Atlantic, not so much. Yeah. And I mean, there's still time. It, it is just the beginning of August. So towards the end of August is when it peaks hurricane season. So, I mean, there's still time. Right. But no, there totally I'm is. still going to complain. <laughs> um, and if you follow James Spann on Twitter, which I know most of us do, Mm-hmm. He sent out a tweet. Gosh, I'm going to have to pull it up here. Um, do, 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 do. 
either yesterday or the day before. And he was saying, hey, for all of you tropical fans, you know, don't don't sweat it. You know, we're starting to get into that time of year where we can definitely get uh, here. It is here. It is here. It is. He retweets so much stuff. It's awesome. That's why people love him. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 I'm having to control it. Anyways, he was saying, just don't don't fret. We're getting to the time where we're you know starting to really ramp up the available moisture, the available warm water, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff for tropical storms. So we're getting to that point now where you know we're almost to the halfway point of the season. But as we know, traditionally the halfway point is also the mo- most active. So don't don't fret. It is going to happen. Well, I guess we just got to be patient or whatever. Right. But, hey, you know, it's kind of shaping up to be like it was last year. And we know how busy the second half of the season was last year, especially in terms of major hurricanes. So That is true. So there's still time. So we'll just see. Right. Um, But locally, you know, I say locally, but around the continental United States, not much has happened. Yeah, there have been some areas of thunderstorms, but, man, it's really quiet. Yeah, it's been it's been one of those weeks. I mean, around here we did get um, some pretty good rain in the eastern half of the state. Um, so just to my east, I got nothing. I got a few sprinkles, but um, nothing really happening. There was some flooding in eastern Oklahoma, a couple of severe thunderstorm warnings here and there, uh, but nothing significant. I'm glad we got that rain. We needed it. We've been starting to dry out around here, but I mean, nothing. Nothing significant right now. Right. Not a whole lot here as well. Um, just bright blue sunshine. Blue skies. Um, I will say this. It, it was really funny. There were... We talked about last week how, like, last Saturday I had the leave to go DJ that way. And Saturday morning we had showers and just little mm-hmm. sprinkles. We get these little impulses that come through. And, like, overnight it clouds up its marine layer. And it, there's just enough potential energy that just squeezes out some you know light mist or some showers so again we had that happen this week uh forecast called for it you know it's like oh overnight we're gonna get just a little bit and they were like oh it's gonna be out of here by morning it's gonna be great well one o'clock in the afternoon there's still showers in the area so it's (laughs) it's trying to forecast these really weird little pop-up showers that happen in an area where there is literally nothing happening except for um, you know, these little impulses of energy. And when they get here, they're incredibly hard to get rid of. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you're getting something. I mean, around here, we've cooled down. I think what we're all anticipating the next storm that we're looking forward to is at the end of September. And that's right. the Area 51 storm, right? Oh. Yeah, let's talk about this for a second. So <laughs> if you guys aren't aware of this, apparently there's there's been a guy that has created this idea that if they get enough people that they'll be able to literally overrun the U.S. government and go investigate Area 51. Now, for those of you that aren't aware of what Area 51 is, it's uh, just outside of Las Vegas. The official name of it is Groom Lake. It's a dry lake bed. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's where some of the United States secret military research takes place. And for years and years and years, people believe that's that's where the United States have kept aliens. Mm-hmm. So this guy, and I kid you not, I'm not demeaning him when I say this, a guy that lives with his mother in her basement who wears a cape. <laughs> you can, seriously, Google 
Area 51 founder interview. And it's a guy outside of Bakersfield, California, who wears a cape and some weird medallion thing around his forehead. (laughs) And he's running around and he's teaching people how to run to avoid being shot. I'm not kidding you. Oh, my gosh. I cannot even. (laughs) I, I, I can't either. And I'm I'm part of a Facebook group just because I want to watch the idiots that are that want to actually attempt this. I'm going to tell you this right now. And anybody that has gone into the Nevada desert and tried to get to Area 51, the U.S. government sends snipers and trucks. They'll come out and actually talk to you and tell you to turn around before they shoot you. Yeah. And all the lines are clearly marked if you cross this. You, at minimum, will spend a year in prison. At minimum. But if you fail to heed warnings, I'm going to tell you right now, they will shoot to kill and not ask questions. And get away with it. But I will say, if they're doing that, then are they hiding something? Sure. I see. The deal is there's a tiny little conspiracy theorist within myself, a little tiny one. And sure. so like I'm the, sometimes I'm, I'm the same way. However, however, because enough information has been declassified about what happens in that area, I know that if we are probably storing aliens, it's not going to be there. My guess is that that we were to have alien life forms, it would be at a hospital or at a research facility that is known for medical not for making airplanes. That's my only thought. I mean, that makes sense, but that part of me just says, though, well, how do we know what they really do at Area 51? Okay, well, besides the besides the milica- military, you know, weapon testing and all this other stuff that is mm-hmm. declassified that we do know that happens there, I'm sure there is some stuff that remains secret. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I personally don't mind them keeping secrets knowing that, you know, it's beneficial to me in the long run anyways. Because what good is it to know that if we have an alien, what's it going to do? Are you going to parade it around? No, I think uh, two things. I think one, how how come someone else can determine what's beneficial for you to know and not know? But I do think people would like to know if we're the only ones or not, which I don't think we are the only ones in the universe. That would be just silly to think that, but people would like a little bit of definitive answers. So I think that's what it is. It's not so much like paraded around. It's just, okay. Well that, that aspect I get, but I think that also goes to the deeper question of, you know, to, you know, gosh, I don't know, go expand way, way out, but it comes down to the question. Like you said, are we the only ones, but two it's what's the meaning of life? How are we created? What was, why are we here in the first place? So, I mean, you're going to open Pandora's box. My only thought is, I don't care how many people show up to the gate at Area 51. I don't care how many people want to come running out of the hills. When the U.S. military tells you to stop and you don't and they start firing, I hope you stop. Yeah, and I will say if it's a big, giant group of people, which... Like, in my head, the way I'm picturing it is, you remember in Independence Day when sure. that whole entire convoy of trailers, like, goes mm-hmm. to Area 51? That's what I'm picturing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like they're not going to pull out the little snipers. They're probably just going to pull out all the weapons they test in the desert well, and so, take care of it that way. Okay, but here now here's my other question. Just, just, you know, me trying to think logically about this. 
Mm-hmm. Say you breach the perimeter fence and say the United States government does not shoot you and say mm-hmm. you actually make it all the way to Area 51. You're going to tell me you're going to be able to waltz around there with nobody asking questions? I guess they are anticipating having the numbers. And so because there's so many storming, I feel like this is like they think it's going to work because it's worked in movies. You know what I mean? And it's like <laughs> this real life. <laughs> This is where this is where that line between video games and reality and the movies and reality are definitely way too blurred. Yeah. Because I'm gonna, I agree. I, I get okay, buddy. You worked at you went to school at the University of Oklahoma, right? You were in yes. the School of Meteorology in the National Weather Center. Yes. Okay. As a student, were you able to waltz into the National Weather Service office? Uh, no. I mean, there was areas we couldn't go, and okay, and... why? Because, I mean, we didn't have the clearance, the, you know, like you have to, for security reasons. Bingo. And... You just nailed the reason why it doesn't matter if they make it to the actual Area 51. Mm-hmm. All the US... And that's what I agree with. I agree with wanting answers, but I don't agree with the way we're going about it. You want answers? Here you go. Go look at the National Archives. File a public information request. Run for office. Get a security clearance. Right. Then you can ask all the questions you want. Right. Don't just get a band of people and just run full speed at a Air Force base. It's <laughs> just it's not it's just not bright. And I will tell you this, even if you make it past the perimeter fence, you're going to have to walk 300 miles across the desert. Good luck yeah. with that. There's a reason why they fly employees in from Las Vegas. Okay? Right. It's not like you're waltzing through your next door neighbor's fence. Right. You literally have to cross hundreds of miles of desert with no life-sustaining stuff from any outside force. Yeah, that's something people are not thinking about. Of course not, because they think it's going to be done in a day. It's in the middle of the desert because that's even more security. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) See, there are reasonable, smart people in the world. And we understand that sometimes, you know what, it's okay to have a little bit of secrecy when you're developing stuff. Yeah. Because last time I checked, the stealth fighter, pretty awesome. Last time I checked, stealth bomber, pretty awesome. Yeah. It's technology. And I agree that... with there being oh, yeah. reasons to keep things like secret. I might not know all the reasons to keep things secret, but I agree with that mindset, you know. But I don't know. I kind of like, I have a foot in both sides a little bit, you know. Sure. But no, it's, and it's I, whatever. You have a logical brain. You are using your brain and you're thinking critically, which is a great thing, which I wish so many more people would do. Yeah. Critical thinking is not very common anymore. No, it is terrible. It is not, and it's brutal. But I will say this. If you take plan to, you know, to invade Area 51, I'm just going to wish you good luck. Make sure that you tell your relatives you love them. Yeah. Because you're either going to end up in jail on the desert floor or, Lord, I hope not. I hope this actually doesn't happen. But I guarantee that the United States government will start shooting. Yeah, I think so, too. So, you know, part of me thinks that they'll have enough troops out on the actual edge of the fence line. And if they do detect a breach. Oh, good Lord. You all are going to be rounded up and hopefully kicked out, and that's it. But chances are if they do capture you, you will be spending time in jail. And congratulations, a little stunt you went just cost you one a year in jail and a lot of legal fees. So, hey, congratulations. Social media, <laughs> giving voices to those that probably shouldn't have one. 
Oh my God. <laughs> no, I agree. Like if you're going to have a voice, you need to use it responsibly, but Thank whatever. You. Thank you. If you want to pretend to storm area 51, go write a computer game and do it. Right. Then you can make sure the aliens are actually there. Because that would be the responsible thing. All right. Well, Enough. good luck to those in September. And also our hearts are with everyone in El Paso. Yes. And Dayton, Ohio and yeah. Chicago. And uh, we'll get into that someday on B squared. Today just is not right. that day. Um, all right. So we go from storming fake alien fortresses to, <laughs> to, to discussing uh, what's happening locally with uh, our forecast. What do you guys got in Oklahoma City? Uh, you know, right now, this weekend, we've actually been uh, highs in the upper 80s. Um, yeah, which has been kind of nice, slow, a little bit of a cool down. Uh, but we're going to heat right back up to mid to upper 90s through the week. A little bit cloudy, maybe an afternoon thunderstorm later in the week. But I mean, summer, August in Oklahoma. Right. Super fun. Yeah, love it. Well, uh, summer in the Pacific Northwest is beautiful. Like I said, it's nothing but blue skies. Uh, temperatures today will be climbing into the mid to upper 90s. Um, I'm not looking forward to walking around on turf for the next couple hours with my job, but hey, um, at least I get to sit in an air-conditioned booth, but the warm air will still be blasting me in my face. So, um, Drink plenty of water. Oh, tons of it. I cannot wait. I've discovered there is a fridge in the press box that they fold the stock with beverages, so I will be partaking in that. Score. Yes, I'm very happy about that. Um, so, yeah, so we're literally going to be sitting in the 90s today. Uh, tomorrow we drop down just a couple degrees, upper 90s, and then we cool off just a little bit, and we're going to be sitting in the upper 80s for at least the next 10 days without many clouds in sight, except for those that pop up uh, with the monsoonal moisture over the Cascades to fire off some dry thunderstorms. But other than that, it's uh, relatively quiet here, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, it's fine. I am getting sick of the heat, but that's what we do. Once it's been winter for a while, I'll be like, I can't wait till summer. So it's just right. classic Oklahomans. <laughs> right, but hey, you got, you know, Chase season number two coming up. So that's got to be awesome. Yes, I'm pretty excited for that. So hopefully that gets good. So we'll just see. Um, August, September, October, pretty interesting. So we'll just see what happens. Right, and uh, college football kicks off here in about a month. Yay. Yeah. Woohoo. Can, I'm wait. really counting down to Thunder basketball, though. So. Oh, I know you are. And with your new revamped, young, aggressive Thunder lineup. Yeah. Uh, we're not playing on Christmas Day this year. This is like the first time in a zillion years that we have not played on Christmas Day. Oh, that's Day. good. The Blazers are also not playing on Christmas Day. So what are we supposed to do on Christmas if there's no Thunder game to watch? Uh, celebrate with family. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there will be a college football bowl game on, probably. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We could, we could tape a Christmas edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Even if I'm on the road traveling, I'll still take my gear with me. Sweet. Yeah, we will make you it You know happen. me, I won't have plans for the holidays, so. <laughs> oh, we need to make that change. We're going to. Yeah, we'll make we'll it happen. See what happens. We'll make it happen. <laughs> I was going to say something about Tinder dates, but I'm just not going to. We'll just leave that out. We will. That will also be an upcoming edition of B Squared. Bobby and Bonnie's love life and how it goes terribly sideways most of the time. Right. Tinder's not worth it. Don't do it. It's not. It really isn't. Neither is Match.com. 
Sorry. If you want to sponsor a podcast, we'll still take your money. <laughs> All right. It's time to wrap it. Yeah, with that, I think we should probably shut her down. <laughs> yeah, we should. It's been another fun edition of B Squared Your Weekly Weather Podcast. We talked about aliens and dating and, oh yeah, the weather. <laughs> oh, that's right. The main topic was the weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure it was. Uh, All right. Well, I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.